0: Now, once again, here's Mark.
2: Well, good morning,
3: everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, we're going to be talking about cars and car repair and car problems, and this is what we do. You call in at 508-602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I've been having a bad habit I've given my, my cell phone or my office number there, and I'm just making a mistake. But 602-508-0960, you get in now. The weight is a lot less than later in the show. But the idea is is that you tell me what kind of year-making model car you have, and we talk about the symptoms. I'll ask you, when you say it doesn't start, does that mean nothing happens when you go into the start mode of your key, or does it crank over and not catch So we'll talk about those. Is there just a click? Is there a fast click, 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 like a machine gun on a vibration? Is it through the seat of your pants or is it through the steering wheel or both? So that's how we kind of hone in on it. And that's what you can't do on the Internet. And you can't really talk to somebody who's got 40 years of experience in the car repair business. But I know the questions to ask and I I think I'm a pretty good job at focusing you on what you should say and what you should do to maximize the efficiency of the repair on your car. 602 508 Automotive Dynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. Chuck Nyday opened up Auto Dynamics in 1982, and his son Derek now runs it. Derek is a really good young man. He's been around the family business for a very long time, and he will make sure you get taken care of. But he doesn't really have to make sure because everybody's on the same rope, pulling in the same direction. So if you're in in Sun City, Auto Dynamics, it's on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. When we when we come back, uh, when we're at the bottom of the hour, about the 30 mark, I'm going to tell you a story that just f- flattened me this this week. Um, as you can imagine, I get lots of emails and lots of calls and stuff like that about car. One of the things that I don't do is hop on my white horse and go slay your dragon. I might tell you what to say and how to say it and how to be polite and stuff like that. But I, I'm not going to, you know, you, you can't expect me to go um, go slay your dragon. That happens a lot. And when you have a dispute with a car shop, including mine, You should just be prepared to tell them what the problem is. Um, I have a concern with the repair you most recently did. Here's what I told you. This is what was happening. Then you said this would fix it. And then now I have the car back, and I have exactly the same symptom. So I'd like to bring it back in, and I did ask for my old part back, so I'll put that on the passenger side floorboard and if you determine that that wasn't it then i would like to put the old part back in and then we'll start over again so if is that okay with you those are the kind things that you say that's how i welcome you as opposed to coming in and yelling and screaming and you're gonna make bad reviews about me and you're gonna um you know make my uh, grandkids at their high, at their school um, be the most unpopular people in the world it doesn't do any good now If you get to a shop that creates that problem, and we've never done anything wrong, you're crazy, drive your car some more, that kind of stuff, then I think they've told you all you need to know. I know that there's a lot of older guys in this industry, in the Phoenix and the Valley area, and all of us pretty much know and think the same. We've all been the stupid shop owner we've all been the short-tempered shop owner we've all been at the mercy of our technicians who promised us to fix the car but didn't so we understand that there's gonna be a time where we misdiagnose the car and actually it's something that needs to be taken care of but then we need to talk about diagnosing the car it doesn't do any good to take a car in that you can't duplicate the problem unless it's there 24-7. Now, obviously, if you have a problem, a noise, a grinding noise, a vibration, um, you see your gauges are acting up all the time. That's easy. But when you come in and say, I'll turn on my right turn signal, and halfway through the turn, I'll hear a cow mooing. But, well, can it happen now? Can I have a technician go with you right now? Um, Well, it's intermittent. Well can can you show me how to make it happen? No, it only happens once a week. There's we can't do anything for that. Now if you say to us, I want you to give the car a cursory check over. What does that cost? Twenty five bucks. Okay. I'm I want you to put it up in the air, I want you to check the fluids and the hoses and the belts. I want you to see if there's anything loose, anything bad, anything at all. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. But Don't count on us finding your problem because this is a very unusual problem and it only happens once a month. And really and truly, we'll do what you ask us, but you have only one choice. Well, two, actually. You can wait until it gets worse and easier to find, or wait until you can duplicate it for us. We'll go with you and you say, Listen, listen. Or guessing. If you want to guess. You, we're, everybody in town is going to write down customer guesses, or requests the following repair, and customer understands that they're guessing. Those are the kinds of things. I would say that a lot of the old guys in town, we we really embrace our customers. I was looking through our customer file the other day, and, and there was a Jim Bramlett who was a, my supervisor when I worked for Mobile Oil early in my life. And him and I were become very best friends in gems from ASU. And he was on the football team, and he was a well-respected guy. And his wife is Pam. Well, Jim passed away in, 19, or in 2017, and I just happened to hook up with his wife, and we had a long talk. Her number, her customer number is 307, and we're at 36,000. So that means a lot to us. We recognize when you have a three-digit or a four-digit serial or a customer number, you've been around a long time. And those people are extra special. But it doesn't really work to come in the first time and expect to be moved to the front of the line and have no diagnostic figure, no number, no money, not authorize anything. You look it over and you call me. That's not going to work for most of us. So nevertheless, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Our industry is full of bad people. But what's going on right now, and I've said this lots of times before, is we used to have You come in every 30,000 miles, 30, 60, 90. We got to see you three times, and actually some of us are bringing in at 100,000, but we got to see you three or four times a year. And so we had the opportunity to look at your car, and inevitably we'd find something you needed to have done. Windshield wipers replaced. You got a headlight out. You got a little oil leak over here. I've got a fan belt that looks bad at 80,000 miles. We don't have that anymore we got synthetic oil in these cars that's going to go 10,000 miles. The average person might drive 15 a year. I get to see you once a year. And then every 10,000 miles after that. So what we're doing is we're creating the need for all this special stuff. Just special. And the special stuff is sold to you by service riders. Now, most of the time, the service rider... Is not technically advanced in any way, shape, or form. They are a parrot, and I don't mean that derogatory. They're a parrot for what they've been told. Now, we could have, in the hierarchy, we can have um, the service manager, we can have the shop foreman, and then we can have the technician. And one of those is going to communicate with the the service writer, and the service writer is just a parrot. They're going to tell you what they were told. So the self-defense for your car expense is real simple. When you hear the word flush, <laughs> you you need to know that Mark Salem says that when you hear the word flush, unless there's a really good reason or it appears in your owner's manual, then that's a wallet flush. That's all there is to it. We're flushing your wallet. We're the industry. So you come in and we say, you know... Uh you really need to have your your intake valves cleaned up, and it's going to need us to flush this and and um it's two hundred and fifteen dollars but but it's something you really need now that's a parrot that's somebody who's just telling what they were told, so your question is what symptoms are you going to fix when you flush my the back of my intake valves now, there is a reason we would tell you we need to do that but it's a symptom (laughs) and so if the service writer looks at you with a blank stare and says you just need it then you say well just write it down why don't you do this just write down needs you know a flush of the valves 200 and whatever dollars it was and then just sign your name put your phone number on there because my brother's gonna he thinks he knows everything so just write it down they won't they won't they just and and I can say that 90% of them won't do that. It's because that's that's if it turns out that that's not it or if it turns out that's not needed it's really ugly. The focus is, is what are you going to fix when you do this 200 dollar flesh and the right answer is is you sh- you should have a rough idol more than likely when it's cold, that it'll clear up. And then as long as the car is kind of warm all day long, it, it'll, it won't be there. But in the cold morning, it'll just kind of run rough. And then mysteriously or magically, a minute or two later, it's, it's okay. And then you look them in the eye and say, so you're going to fix that with this $200 flush. Yes, I am. Okay, let's go ahead and do it. But I want to tell you something. If you don't fix that problem with this $200 flush... I'm not going to be happy with you, because you're saying you're going to fix the symptoms I have with this service. And that's how you do it. You do it at my shop. You do it at everybody's shop. Everybody's shop gets the same thing. So the the focus and the purpose of this is is to ensure that you are exercising your self-defense for car expense. It's really important to understand that there's two or three things you can say. What symptom are you going to fix? Well, Mrs. Jones, you need lower control arm bushings, and we need to go ahead and put some lower ball joints because we're right there, and that whole bill about $850. What symptom are you going to fix that I have? Um, I, I don't know. It's, this technician just said you needed them. I'll tell you what symptom. If the lower control arm bushings are bad, then when you abruptly stop, there might be a clunk, and then if you accelerate rather rapidly, there might be a clunk and then we're talking about lower control arm bushings but then in our industry we use works like they're cracked they're weathered they need to be replaced none of those are good unless there's a symptom I'm gonna fix this symptom by replacing your lower control arms I've identified the clunk you never said anything about do you have it yes we do okay I'm gonna write an estimate down there you need to do it at your convenience here you go thank you very much that's how it works. 602 960 We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what you're saying about the Seth Liebson Show.
0: You know, you've got some of the best monologues on radio or television.
2: Seth. Thank you so much for covering this today.
0: I enjoy your show. I think it's one of the most thoughtful and most intelligent radio shows I've listened
4: to. Seth, thank you for today's show. It's just so profoundly powerful.
5: You are just hitting it out of the ballpark every single day. Weekdays at 3 on 960 The Patriot.
6: Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982.
0: Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24 7.
1: When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a lot of questions run through your mind. What am I going to do? What are my
6: options? What did I do wrong? We've had those thoughts too,
4: but some questions can help you move forward. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com for an interactive guide to help you learn the next steps to take after an MBC diagnosis and how to ask the
1: questions that lead to an open and informed conversation with your doctor. Start finding your voice
4: today at findyourmbcvoice.com.
1: Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council.
3: Well, it's 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and if you'd like to join us, we have two lines that are taken. We have three more lines that aren't taken. 602 508 602 508 Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is up near I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate, who runs the shop part of Strictly Diesel, is a really great guy. He's a diehard diesel service and repair guy. Now, they work on foreign and domestic light diesel trucks, but they also work on your other cars. So if you need an oil change on your Lexus or if you need your tire rotations on your Chevy, they can handle that too. But their focus is really diesel service and repairs. So if you're in that area and you have a diesel and you got a problem with it, Strictly Diesel would be a great place to go. Let's go to Sean. Sean, good morning.
7: Good morning, sir. How you doing?
3: I'm good. Thank you very much.
7: Wonderful. Well, I've got a couple questions for you. Um, my wife drives a 2014 GMC Acadia. And um, when she, after it's been driving for a little bit, um, when she accelerates or or, uh, gets into maybe past first, into second or third, uh, it starts to shake pretty violently. Um, uh, Like you're going over uh, those warning dots on the freeway kind of shake. Okay. Uh, uh, And so um, we took it in uh, to a mechanic that was recommended to us by a friend and it found out that it was still under warranty okay. um, went to warranty uh, it took them a long time to figure that out and then also to figure out what was wrong with it um, got it back um, and I just found out that the problem was never fixed my wife kept driving it because she didn't want to be without it um, and so it's been about five or six months <clears throat> it's better <clears throat> but it's still there
3: Okay, well that's uh-huh. easy one. I'll let's deal with that one first. Okay. Um you just go back and you bring okay. your old co- copy of your ticket and say there was a time that this was fine, but it's back. It's the exact same problem. Now, you need to know what they did to fix your problem and you you kind of hint along that maybe that didn't really fix it. Perhaps maybe you touched something that actually temporarily fixed it, but it's exactly the way it is. Um, So would you just call me before you spend any of my money? That's a nice way of asking for, hey, or saying, you know what, I think you should diagnose this for free. I've already paid you. So that's how I would handle that.
7: Now would it still, even though now the issue is it's out of warranty. It was in the 2019 and it's out. So am I looking at moving forward having to pay out of pocket if it's the same issue?
3: No, that's the beauty of paperwork um okay. that's the absolutely the beauty of paperwork people go well i've got a problem and nobody can find it you just take it in and get it stamped so so a, a month later a year later you end up and they call you and they go oh well you da 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 da, and you say i had that under warranty look at repair order one two three four five okay. and, and you couldn't fix it so so let's just go ahead and fix it but let's build gm okay that's and, and that's that's a wonderful thing. I got to tell you, I had a problem with the transmission on a on a big suburban, and I was out of warranty. This is a hundred years ago when Henry Brown was on Main Street Mesa. I took it in. The guy calls me and he says, "You need a transmission." And I said, "Okay." Um, how much is it? He goes, "It's free." And I said, "Why?" And he goes, "Because we looked at this four times during warranty period, and we couldn't figure it out. But there's a broken snap ring on the main shaft." I said, "Bingo! Tell me when I can pick it up." So that's the same situation with you. Okay. And,
7: and as I'm going in, is there any hint as to what that might be? So as I'm listening to, them to tell me what it is that I might be in the right ballpark as to what I'm hearing?
3: No, no, you don't want to tell them anything except the symptoms. The thing's got a vibration as if we were running over those little round things on a freeway. And it's speed related. So if we go slow, it's slow. If I'm doing 60, it's faster. And if my wife's doing 100, it's much faster. So okay. that's how I do it, and then if you want, can you can you send a technician with me and and I'll go out and show him how to make it happen. Sure. Now, if you can say it happens in overdrive at forty north of forty miles an hour, that helps. So, yeah. if the closest you can get to the symptom, the better off you are. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, thank you, Sean. Bill, you're up next. How can I help you?
2: Yes, I have a uh, <clears throat> 1991 Ford. 460, 7.5 liter uh, Bounder. it's an RV, 28 feet. And uh, I've put in a, uh, well, this will be the third transmission in the last four years. Anyway, to make a long story short, I'm trying to find a reliable transmission dealer here in the uh, Phoenix area that can handle E4OD transmission and can repair it correctly.
3: You don't want to go back to those people that already have your money?
2: Well, the one in uh, Arizona, in uh Las Vegas, can I mention the name?
3: No, never mind that. That's too far away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: well, I don't I can't go back. Well they went out of business It okay. closed down, so I am here and uh we're snowbirds and it kinda of stuck. But okay. we can someone who can that's reliable with that that can fix it where we can drive over the uh we're from Colorado. Okay, give, me mention...
3: the, give me the symptoms yeah. real quick.
2: There's no uh, second gear and there's no reverse.
3: Okay, and it happens all the time, or does it? Is it fine mm-hmm. cold and it warms up and it's x up?
2: Nope, nothing. Uh, what happens is when I put it in reverse, and I will push the accelerator, in, even after leaving it, leaving it to warm up, it will actually go forward when I put it in reverse.
6: <sighs>
2: kind of weird. Yeah. You know?
3: Yeah, but how about when you're in park and on a slope? If you're in park and you're parking on a slope, then you don't set the parking brake and you let your foot off the brake? Does it hold in park?
2: I haven't tried that.
3: I need you to try that because yeah. you're talking about that the detent on the dashboard doesn't match the, the lever on the transmission. So I no, need
2: to... I'm positive it's not, there's no reverse and there's no uh, uh, second gear.
3: Okay, so when you go to drive, you pull it out of park and go to drive. It'll it's okay. I mean, it's it'll pull. It it'll move down the road. Yes.
2: In, in drive. Yes. No problem. Yes, fine. But, fine. The uh, hard one changing gears. Okay. I have to go what, what part of
3: town are you in?
2: Uh, I'm in the uh, Glendale area.
3: Okay, um, I would take it over to uh, Parker's Auto, Thirty Eighth Avenue and Indian School, Thirty Eighth Avenue and Indian School. Um, if they don't do motor homes, I do. So, um, and and I I mean I guarantee they can fix this, and I guarantee I can fix this. But it doesn't guarantee that you're not going to have another transmission put in this.
2: Oh, well, I, they said uh, I talked to uh, a few of them. They said they could re, uh, rebuild the transmission, which uh, between for two year twenty four thousand mile warranty for uh, between twenty five and three thousand dollars. That sound about right.
3: Um, I, no, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. It, it sounds, you said $3,000 with the three-year warranty? Two-year,
2: two 24000
3: Okay. I don't know. I'd get him to put it in writing if that's what you're going to do. Now, you see, very few shops rebuild transmissions. Most everybody pulls it out and sends it to their rebuilder, who just does wholesale work and won't do retail work. Um, mm-hmm. Most of us have the rebuilder come to our shop and drive it, And then he smiles and says, yeah, here's what's wrong. And so if we pull it out, send it to him, he fixes it, we put it back in, or he'll take the whole coach. So that's kind of how it works. There's very few independent shops, and even dealerships for that matter, that rebuild transmission in-house. There's some really good rebuild guys, but like I said, they just work for shops and and for not customers.
2: A question. For a two-year, 24,000 miles warranty, how much does that normally run? It's
3: not that. It's not that. It's, it's Do you go 24,000 miles a year? Or 24,000 is two years? Do you drive more than 12,000 miles a year?
2: Yes, we travel quite a bit.
3: Okay. All right. I think the warranty is just this red herring. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not real quite sure how that goes. All of us are going to give a warranty, but if it's fine for the first thousand miles it's going to be fine after that your real big problem is is you start with something you got symptom a b and c and when you get it back it's b c and d so you know there's there's a few shops out there that will pull it out steam clean it paint it make one repair they'll fix one or two of your symptoms and then sell it back to you a few maybe out of a hundred there's two or three that i would not use. i got to take a break. If you have one more question, you stay with me. Otherwise, 602-508-0960 for anybody else. 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. This is 960 The Patriot, and we'll be back. Our beautiful
1: daughter, Ashley, was only 12 years old when a distracted driver went through the light and ran into our van. When an email comes over your phone or a phone call or a voicemail, it's not worth it.
6: Life is more important than your phone's beep. Stop the distracted driving Arizona, please. Sponsored by the Arizona Chapter National Safety Council and the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Aired in cooperation with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station.
0: Does your business utilize the digital marketing trifecta? I'm talking about putting the right message in front of the right people at the right time. Salem Surround delivers the digital trifecta by targeting your ideal customers on their smartphones, tablets, computers, even smart TVs when they're checking their email, surfing the internet, or on their social media. You want real ROI from your marketing budget? Call Salem Surround today at 602-707-1011. That's 602-707-1011. Your competitors won't know what hit them.
8: And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because pre diabetes can be reversed.
6: Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre diabetes awareness partners.
4: Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right.
0: Welcome back, everybody, 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock.
3: Real quick, let me tell you about Blackwell Auto, 40th Street in Glendale. lady calls me the other day. She buys a $3,000, $4,000 air conditioning uh, system for her very old Chevy pickup, and she can't find anybody to do it. I say Blackwell's around the corner. He's the kind of guy that'll do that. I don't know a lot of shops that would do that, especially because she had taken to somebody who had it for two or three months and they couldn't fix it. So now you've got to go in and kind of fix the front side before you can fix the back side. So anyway, Blackwell took it in, and not only did he install all of her air conditioning, but he also installed power brakes for her. And I checked with her a month later, and I said, I need it to blow ice cubes. And she says, oh, it does. It does. So Blackwell's really good at oil changes and everything else. But if you got that refabrication itch, then Blackwells would certainly be a good st- place for you to start. Bill, on your 91 bounder with your E4OD, it, we're really familiar with that, partially because I've owned three of them and I own one now. The E4OD is usually a pretty good transmission, so I'm really surprised that you have three and four years. I wonder what the mileage would be, what you've got in there, but clearly what's been done hasn't been done right, or otherwise you wouldn't have three in one year. So I still think that you need to deal with somebody who's going to know what to do and and is going to have a good rebuilder there's one in south and there's one north and those are the only two guys I really know now automatic transmission exchange is a good place as well he's on Washington and 40th Street he's been around a really long time and certainly you could get over there and talk to him so 40th Street in Washington automatic transmission exchange but then again we got north and south rebuilders that don't deal with you. And by the way, that F53 chassis you have on that bounder is the best chassis they've ever put underneath a Fleetwood, and that hurts my feelings to say that because I'm talking about a Ford chassis, but I'll go ahead and swallow my pride and make you feel good. The F53, which is the Ford chassis, your 460 with the four E4OD overdrive. That's a good one. Jim, good morning. How can we help you?
9: Hey, I'm look, uh, I have a, a, a 95 Dodge Ram half ton with uh, a 5.7, and uh, it's only got 130,000 miles, so I kind of love my little baby. But uh, when I start out to go somewhere, um, if I put it into drive, uh, it, it like, hesitates. And I haven't been in mechanics for a long time. It used to be you had, like, a pump that might be going bad or something like that. It was serviced at 100,000, you filter and oil change.
3: All right, so what you're saying is there's the delay in engagement you yeah. put it in the drive and it takes one two and then it, it engages yeah um did you have the transmission filter replaced in the pan which means that they're going to replace three of the maybe 10 quarts or did you have a flush done
9: oh now you're asking me a tough one
3: well how much okay. was it
9: oh i know it was uh, the guy i bought the vehicle from had a had a carfax report that he had run on the vehicle Okay. Where it came from Texas, and the and the guy that owned it was very methodical about keeping the maintenance done and everything else. And on the Carfax, it shows transmission service to the hundred thousand. It was one hundred and four thousand, but okay. it didn't say what.
3: Okay, it's no big deal, but um, that could have easily been an, a guess too. So he takes it somewhere he's got this delay, and he's been told by some guy on the internet who lives in Russia to go have it serviced, so he takes it in and has it serviced, and then now everybody draws a conclusion that he took really good care of it, and it's not the truth um, I, I this is what I want you to do is it does it change when it's hot is oh it yeah, it,
9: it functions perfectly that's the only thing it does okay. uh, weird with the training.
3: only cold. It doesn't do it throughout the day if you're using it. It's only the first start in the morning?
9: Yeah. Whether I'm starting, uh, I, go, I go to work like at 9 or 10 o'clock at night, so it's kind of chilly. I live out in, in Waddell, so it's nice and chilly. And I work in Phoenix, so when I get done working noonish, it's warm, but it still does it just, it's, you know, like only a second or two.
3: Okay. Okay. I want you to dump a, a pint of brake fluid, DOT3 brake fluid, in the dipstick tube and tell me, you know, you'll see if it made a difference. <laughs> okay. You know, it's um, we know that brake fluid causes rubbers to swell slightly, and we know that the brake fluid doesn't deteriorate rubber. And sometimes what you have is, on a delayed engagement is you just have something leaking. So the us old guys used to dump a pint of, of brake fluid into the transmission, and I would say the success rate was 60%. And okay. it's, if you have nothing to lose, um, but clearly something is not holding tight within the transmission with respect to pressure. And then, like you said, after it warms up or it's driving a little while, then it's okay. You might also try a manual shift on it. So when you drive, when you start it up in the morning, I want you right. to go to low instead of drive. Okay. All right? See if you get instant engagement. and then you, oh, Or you go to reverse. Now, when you back up, and going to reverse, there's a delayed engagement too. Reverse.
9: I'm one of these guys that always parks so I'm headed out, so I don't okay. usually backing up is at the end of my day, not at the beginning.
3: Okay, so so you understand. I want you to try it. You know, I I want you to try reverse first thing in the morning. Do we have late delayed engagement? Drive? Do we have it? Low? Do we have it? I need you to okay. spread it out and and answer those questions, and and then a transmission shop will be able to help you. And if all you've got is that, that's that does not indicate that the transmission is on its way out. This could go another fifty, sixty thousand miles. So okay. it's not if you wanted to go fishing in Montana, I'd go with you in that truck.
9: Okay, and then I have one other question. Okay. Uh when I, I, I do my services through one of the dealership one of the Dodge dealerships here in town. And you know, like it's every five or six months it didn't get but they suggested a Steering wheel flush? I had never really <laughs> heard that, and to me it almost sounded like a wise tale.
3: It's a steering system flush. They want to flush your steering system. They want to flush your power steering system. Right. Okay. You got any problems with it?
9: No. No, it works fine. Okay. But is that something I want to do? I mean, the, the truck is in cherry shape. I get okay. compliments every time I drive it. So, Pull the I dipstick out of, out of the
3: reservoir. There. Pull the dipstick out of the reservoir. Have a clean a paper towel in your left hand, pull this thing out, dab it on the towel, do that three or four times. If the fluid's pink and pretty, the answer is no. There is no mileage or time for flushing your power steering. Ooh, you make a lot of money, but, right. huh, but if it's chocolate and it's not opaque, then yes, but okay. oh man, it's just difficult. Um, I need to, to take care of, but you stay uh, listening to the radio because I'm going to have a comment after this break that's exactly what you're talking about. So stay right there. Terry, you stay right there. We'll be back.
0: Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960, the Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Have you ever felt like
1: you were living a life meant for someone else? If you're sick and tired of living a life that feels like a prison sentence and you're willing to entertain the idea that there's more out there for you, then tune in to the Think, React, Lead Show, Sundays at 1 p.m. Follow keynote speaker, best-selling author, and CEO Dom Falset. Each week, he pushes you past your limiting beliefs for increased success. It's the Think, React, Lead Show, Sundays at 1 p.m. on 960 The Patriot.
0: Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. I uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and
1: threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months, and I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work.
5: I was hesitant at first,
1: you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a
0: productive person. I want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PVA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit PVA.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America.
4: It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills, and kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
0: You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Students who read and are read to do better in school and in life. Every child can learn to read, and reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. Message from the Arizona Education Association. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back
3: everybody, 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem and real quick, I've got some business to take care of, no I don't, I can pass on that one, Jim and Terry you stay right there, Jim you also talked about a power steering flush, um, <laughs> you just need to compare what you have with new stuff, um, it's, it's a lucrative repair. And there are specific things that we need to look at. If you pull the dipstick out and you put it on a paper towel and it looks like it's chocolate, if it looks like it's dark, if, it, if it's not pink and pretty, um, if it's something that uh, you can see with a flashlight that has medical par- metal particles in it, then yeah, the flesh is going to be okay. But if there's a bunch of metal in it, then the pump's eating itself from the inside out. So it really has to do with the color of the fluid. Um, let me get to Terry, and then I have a story to tell you, but I, I owe it to Terry. Terry, good morning. Tell me what's going on. Hey,
9: good morning, Mark. Good morning, Mark. And, uh, first of all, thanks for having the only interesting show on on Sunday mornings.
3: Thank you. Um,
9: I have two high-level questions. Number okay. one, I have a 2007 F350 uh, with the dreaded 6.0. Um, I've heard recently it went out on me in a very important time, just right before I had to go somewhere. What can I do? Uh, proactively to make it as reliable as
3: the 7.4. You can't. You oh. can't. That motor is the worst motor in the last 10, 15 years including gas motors. I'm going to tell you something but I don't want you to tell anybody else. We've made thousands and thousands and thousands of and thousands mm. of dollars working on the 6 liter. We bought a hoist for the 6 liter. You see, when you work on the motor... You have to put the hoist and you have to lift it up by the sides, okay. Then you have to lift the body, you have to disconnect the entire body and lift the body up off the chassis. Then you roll <laughs> oh the God. chassis out, and when people see that you got the chassis, the frame, and the transmission over here, and the cab over here, they just they poop their pants they're sure that we're not going to get all the wires back in, all the connections done, and that their truck will never be the same. You're starting off with 11 hours at, at, let's just say $100 an hour. You're talking $1,100, just pull the cab and put it back on. So if you have a 6-liter, treat yourself. Now, the 6.7 in the Ford is is running as good as the Dodge 6.7 and as well as the 6.6 in the Duramax, but the 6-liter... I want to tell you something. I don't care how pretty your truck is. I wouldn't give you 1000 bucks for it. That's just me. That's just, I can't make it any clearer than that. I, I can't make it any clearer than that. Now, the 7.3, if you had a 7.3, I had a friend of mine that just sold his 7.3, the first caller, and he was too cheap in his price, $12,000. And he had owned it since new, and he had you know, 150,000, 200,000 miles on it. I told him I thought he was a little cheap on the price, but it's too late because he had already sold it. The 7.3 is a monster. But the 6.0 liter and the 6.4, 6.4 is a little better, but not really good. But 6.7, bingo. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thanks for
9: brightening up my day on that one.
3: I'm sorry. Sorry. (laughs) One more
9: high-level question. Go ahead. I have a 99 uh, Trans Am with an LS1, and I'd really like to put some twin turbos on it just for fun. Where would you recommend
3: um, I'd go talk to Blackwell, 40th Street in Washington or 40th Street in Greenway. Throw that gauntlet down at him. I was talking to Mark Salem, and I've got this 99 Trans Am, and I'd like to put twin turbos on it. And Salem says, no matter what you say, you can't do it as well as he can. But really, he can do it better than I can. Because <laughs> if he needs a bracket, he can make the bracket. So just do that. Just throw the gauntlet down in front of him. And I'm getting everybody in the world telling me I can't do that. What, what do you say? Now, he's going to take – you need to kind of get on the Internet and see if they make a twin turbo for that Trans Am. Because if they make a kit, then there's a lot of us that might take that on. But cool. if it's if it's going to be something – you just talk to Tom when you call Blackwell Automotive. Okay?
9: Um, great. Thanks, Mark.
3: Okay. Uh, it's uh redesigning cars is a little bit tough. It makes it really tough. Okay, so here's my story. Very few people have my cell phone number. But this young man named Larry, who was married to one of my older sisters, and after, uh, I don't know, however many years, he decided he had had enough. And I had told him a long time before that he needed to get the heck out of there. Nevertheless, he calls me up and he says, hey, I just got picked up my a tr- my, my car from the shop and they they say that they need to flush my abs system and that they my transmission is leaking and the transmission repair was i don't know twelve eighteen hundred bucks i don't remember but it was over a uh, grand and i go so what do you want me to do you want me to wave my magic wand on your car and he goes no he says i need a second opinion i said just take it to the shop so he takes it to the shop eddie our senior technician gets it he lifts it up in the air oh by the way he has pictures that's part of the story he has pictures so they lift it up in the air, Eddie looks at the transmission, they want to do all kinds of work for a thousand bucks, and Eddie goes, it's not leaking. And he goes, no, no, they said it was. Eddie says, you got anything on the floor in your garage? No. He's not leaking. When it leaks and you go 60 miles an hour, then the leak goes backwards, the whole underside of the car is going to be covered with spots of oil. And then the air in the back of the car is going to swirl, and that deposits the oil on the rear bumper and the rear window. This has not come on out here. Look at it. This is your transmission. And he goes, "Here's a picture of the transmission." And Eddie goes, "That's not yours. <laughs> That's not yours." So he goes, "Okay." He says, "Well, they also said that my brake fluid needs to be flushed, and I, they need to flush that." And he says, "Okay." So he drops it down. He looks at it, and the brake fluid has a golden hue to it. And Eddie goes, "I don't. I disagree. The brake fluid looks pretty fresh and pretty clean to me. I wouldn't be selling a brake fluid flush." And he goes, well, here, look at this picture. This is a true story, I swear to you. And he looks at the picture, he looks at the car, he looks at the picture, he looks at the car, and he goes, this ain't even your car either. <laughs> so he shows the customer the difference. He says, look at this. You don't have that. Look at this bracket. You don't have that. This, this, this. So I'm not going to tell you the name of the shop. I'm not going to tell you if it's a dealer or an independent or a chain store. I'm not going to tell you all that. I can tell you this much. Those tablets are the new thing. The technicians have a tablet, and so they take pictures of everything that's wrong. The moral of this story is, is you better make damn sure that picture's of your car. (laughs) This was a $2,000-plus bid for two things he didn't need. Now, the last thing I need to do is hop on my white horse and slay dragons for everybody in the world. If you have a big estimate and you're a little unclear, go get a second opinion and this is what you say. You say, Mark, I want to bring my car in and I'm gonna say to you, not on a Monday morning or a Friday afternoon for obvious reasons, and would you please lift it up in the air and I have two issues and I would like your opinion on these two issues and I'm willing to pay for your time that's what it sounds like I just want a second opinion that's all it sounds like so I have the specifics I'm not going to share the numbers with you until after we're done just to help you out as well but that's what we need to do that's all you need to do It doesn't make any difference where you take it if you want the best shops marksalem.com go to the best shops find one in your area and take it to them and tell them the same thing I'm gonna hold this ticket close to my chest or these pictures close to my chest I want you to look at the transmission and the brake fluid And tell me what it's going to take to fix the transmission leak and what it's going to take to replace the brake fluid that's been represented to me that looks like really, really uh, dark iced tea. And that's all. And can I go out in your shop and talk to the technician and can he point out different things to me? That's all. Just educate me. That's all I got to do. Most of us, if you're a customer of ours, most of us will charge you 50 bucks. And that's less than a half an hour of our time. If it's another shop, then you'll probably have to pay a little bit more. But anyway, that's what it's all about, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. One of the best shops in my group is Kurt's Auto Repair. I know Kurt. I know all these owners. He's really honest. He's he's very dependable. He's won the Better Business Bureau Ethic Award before. He opened up in 1987. He works on gas and diesel. He has ASE certified technician, and he's a master ASE certified technician, and so is Eric. So he's on I-17 and Bell, northeast corner. I-17 and Bell, northeast corner, and that's where you can find him. So if you don't have a garage, and perhaps you're looking for one and you're in that geographical area, I'd like to suggest that you call them and ask them for an oil change and maybe a tire rotation or whatever you need. And that's the kind of the go steady moment. Do you like how they treated you? Did the, you like what that you heard them say? Did they keep their word to you? Did you get your car back with grease all over the steering wheel and greasy footprints on your carpeting? All that kind of stuff. And did they put a lot of information on your repair order? Did they write down what you said and what their response is? What you said and their response is. That's how it's supposed to work in our industry. We're supposed to have two way communication. And if the shop is halfway smart, they're going to write down what you said, then they're going to put a dash and write down what their response is. So that really helps you decide what you're going to do. And like I said before, when you start writing things, you're separating the men from the boys. When somebody doesn't want to write their information on the back of their business card and put their phone number, a direct dial phone number to you, then you need to get the heck out of there. There's a reason nobody wants to sign that estimate. It's because probably it's not true. The other side of the coin, 602 960 we have five lines open. The other side of the coin is, I'm talking about a very small percentage of the shops I know. Even the guys that aren't on my list there's a lot of them that geographically are too close to the other shop, but they're good guys. They're good guys. Everybody has a different philosophy, but I'm trying to represent to you of the, the square box of the philosophies of others that I've adopted and of others that I agree with. And I think, well, it's important for you to know that when it comes to the standard of care or industry standards, and those are legal terms, I'm an expert in that field. I'm hired by insurance companies and lawyers to talk about the standard of care. What's the standard of care? Are they supposed to tighten up the lug nuts when they rotate your tires? Yes, that's the standard of care. (laughs) Are they supposed to know? They did an oil change, and are they supposed to know that your alternator is going to fail in a 1,000 miles? no. No. That's not the standard of care. and that's, that's not what we're supposed to do. Industry standards don't tell anybody that we should be able to tell you what's going to happen 1,000 t- miles later, except if it's a tire that has an excessive wear pattern, if it's a tire that is r- terribly worn, and in the next 500 miles the tire fails, and everybody looks at the tire kind of goes, uh-uh, and they just kind of shake their heads and walk away because they know that was there then somebody missed it so standard of care industry standards those are things that i'm well versed in so i get those a lot and sometimes i have to give the attorney or the insurance company bad news (laughs) and and this is how i do it i've read everything that you've given me i've looked at all the pictures and to be perfectly frank i'd rather be on the other side as opposed to i've read all the information i've looked at the pictures and here's what i think and here's what I think the shop should have done, or not shot of, or whoever. It could be a tire shop, an exhaust shop, it could a muffler shop. It could be anything. But these are what I think. I'm not the, the most. I'm not the smartest expert in the whole world. I pick and choose my cases. But industry standards and the standard of care. Those are two things I know a lot about. So when we talk about the standard of care, I know what we're supposed to do. What we're supposed to look at. So, anyway, we're gonna go for another hour. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six. Wait a minute. 508 960 And you can call us up, and we'll put you in queue. And then I'll get you. I don't have anything to talk about for the next hour. And so hopefully somebody will fill those five lines up for me. <laughs> And if not, I'll just talk to myself for the next hour. Anyway, 602 Remember, what kind of car you got, and let's talk about the symptoms. That's kind of how we start off, and I'll ask you
0: questions. So, I'm Mark Salem. Every Saturday we're here from 10 to noon.